Welcome everybody to the Creature Cast, the official console creatures podcast. My name is David Petrangelo, and I'll be one of your hosts through this journey of all things video games. This week, it's myself and editor extraordinaire Bobby. How are you, sir? Can you say that intro five times fast without slipping? Uh, no, I can maybe do it. <laughs> I, as much as it may seem or potentially sound like we or I am a professional, I am not. So the answer is probably no. <laughs> well, if Steve was here, I would make him try because unfortunately he's not here. So yes, Steve is Steve's off having his uh, shenanigans or whatever you want to call it. He's working. He's working. So it's all good. Um, but uh, I was hoping to get a little oxen free uh, discussion with him. Steve, if you're listening, we got to, we got to do a little, little bit of an ending oxen free to spoiler chat, either on the podcast or offline. We got to sort of figure something out. Cause uh, very interested to talk to more people about that game, especially the way that it ends and the way that that last sort of, I would say third that he was getting to um, leads to. So um yeah, we have uh, we have a couple games to talk about, a couple new ones that dropped. A uh, big review from Bobby that we'll get to in just one second. I want to start with something before we get to Pikmin 4, which I have lots of questions about, Bobby. Um, I'm going to start with this because it's in the last, I would say, five days has been the, day, the game that I am starting my day with. It is another version of Wordle, but with no words. It's called Coffee Golf. It is, yeah, it is just on um, your mobile devices, which already is like, oh, great, a mobile game, another one. Like, I, I'm not a big mobile gamer at, at all. I had Marvel Snap for a while. I have this, and kind of that's it. I don't do much on my phone as far as games go. Um, I do have a new iPhone, so I will eventually get at least those first few months of Apple Arcade, which could be fun. So I'll, I'll dive into that eventually. Um, but coffee golf is you just open the app. It gives you five holes on this sort of small area, all, all in one like sort of island, I guess. Five holes, and you can choose to shoot with a driver, a iron, and a putter, and get like in golf as few shots as you possibly can uh, in the hole. And you can do the holes in whatever order you want. So you can start with the yellow one, or you can start with the red one, you can start with the blue one. I believe there's five in each one and uh you know it's it's a random assortment a random uh, layout of a golf course i guess you could call it and it tallies your score it lets you quickly copy it and you can post it on social media or you can put it in a discord or whatever and that's it and it just tells you what your total is if you did well it'll tell you that you're in the top 25 percent or in the top 50 percent or something and it does it instantaneously i'm sure Later in the day, you'll get more stats of, you know, you're in the top 20, you're in the top 50 or something. But I just do a first thing in the morning, literally when I'm having coffee. Um, it's very easy. It takes like three minutes, four minutes maximum. And uh, it's a really fun, slick looking game. I think the sound effects is very like simple and calming. It almost looks like um, that the aesthetic of it, Bobby, is kind of cool because it looks like... Um, Hitman Go and Tomb Raider Go, I think. Was it Tomb Raider Go? Is that what it was called? Yeah, uh, but Hitman cool. Go, the so, yeah, the sort of mobile game that, that Hitman was there where it sort of looked like you were playing on like a little tabletop and stuff. That's kind of what it looks like and what it sounds like too, which I love the aesthetic of those games. They were so cool and so well done. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend it. I mean, it's free. There's some uh, ad-supported stuff in there, but I honestly have played for five or six days and have not run into any microtransactions, any ads, any nothing. So maybe this is just a venture for free and then they're going to expand and it's going to be a bigger thing. But right now it's great. Log in, you download it. It's free. You play a thing. Uh, you, you, very can you can very easily copy your score and text it to a friend or put it on social media and that's it. And then you're done. And then you close it and you open it up the next day. Um, and it's it's fun. It's charming. And uh, I highly recommend it. It's been a really good time so far. So that is Coffee Golf. Um, pass around your scores to your friends, everyone. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It looks very familiar. So, I mean, kind of reminds me of Kirby's Dream Course in a bit mm. from like NES. Just just because like the aesthetic and the way the isometric drop look is like it looks cool. I'm yep. looking at it right now. Yep. 
Yeah, it looks pretty good. The end reviews are pretty positive. Everyone's saying it's a great way to start your morning. So, I mean, yeah. I'm downloading it right now. <laughs> Seriously, like that, that's what I heard too. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those, you know, games. I don't know if that's really my thing. And uh, and it ended up being my thing. Um, you know, it's not like a standout, like, oh my God, this game's incredible. But just enough to get you through a few minutes in the morning or afternoon or whenever you have a few minutes. Um, every day the course changes. And then there you go. You reset and that's it. Um, this looks yeah. like a nice little um, appetizer to Apple Arcade because Apple Arcade's got What the Golf and What the Bat yeah. and yep. Ridiculous Fishing's on there now. And there's legitimately so many good games on Apple Arcade that people seem to overlook for whatever reason. But yeah, I, I have a distinct feeling. It's really good. Yeah, I have a distinct feeling I'm going to do that free, whatever it is, one to three months, whatever it comes with when you get one of the devices, that it's going to be yeah. one of those things that I continue doing. I I, I would say I'm, I'm scared about that, but I'm not. I think it's it's going to be uh, one of those things. It's priced well. I want to play some, that's the best it thing. It is priced well. Yeah. Price well. Like, you have so many cool games. Like, and that's just the top of the head. Like I've, I've always loved Apple Arcade. Like, you've got Slay the Spire mm-hmm. on here. You've got um, Dead Cells you can play on your phone. Uh, there's a Ninja Turtles game that's pretty cool. There's an Avatar game that you can play. There's thousands of games. They're just readily available. You just hit get and it's on your phone instantaneously pretty much. Yeah, love it. And yeah, I mean, I'm just going through that right now. Like The Oregon Trail's on here. You can play SpongeBob oh, nice. Solitaire. You can play <laughs> Ballistic Baseball. Um, Ooh, I've heard of that. Grindstone's still pretty cool. Like, Grindstone's probably one of my favorites that are still supported from capybara like i love mobile mm-hmm. games it's just such a shame they gave a bad rap that people seem to just like brush them aside but i think that's my problem is yeah. i i kind of fall into that into that groove uh, a little too often i've been burned too much and there's just far too many you know pay to win or microtransaction type yeah. of things and i know that's where the money is so that's why things go there you know and then there's all these copycats and it just that puts a sour taste in my mouth and I know, like you're saying, those games are not that. And neither is Coffee Golf, or at least not in the iteration that it is right now. No. So, um, you know, that's great. If that, it's a, it's sad that it's a pleasant surprise as opposed to that's the way things are. You know, like I wish that that's was just exactly the way it always it was. So, I, yeah, if you do your, your three month trial, just, yeah, I pretty much feel like you probably will subscribe. It's, it's worth it. Yeah. For five, six bucks a pop for a month. Yeah, like it really. says, uh, yeah, it says three months. I can do it until uh, September. I have three months to, to put that in. So yeah, I think I'm, I think I'll probably go for it. So I'll talk about that in the fall. How about that? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get that going at the end of the summer and that'll be something right. that I do uh, leading into the winter and probably keep myself inside playing on my phone. So, um, okay, Bobby, let's, uh, let's talk about Pikmin 4. I want to start asking you, Bobby, what is a Pikmin? I guess I, <laughs> who who is Pikman? Um, I know that's not how it's spelled, but um, I have very I've well I have very little experience with this with this franchise. I played I played the first one uh, way back. A friend of mine had it, and I kind of remember playing it. And to me, every time I see trailers, every time people tell me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Pikmin. It doesn't seem to me, as an outsider who hasn't really given it any any time, so fair enough, it just seems like the same game over and over. It just looks better. I know that's not the case, but let's talk about Pikmin 4. What uh, did you think about it? So, I mean, it's definitely the best, uh, I'm going to say iteration. I would, I'll stick with iteration. Like It is definitely the best version of Pikmin. Um, to answer your question, what a, what a Pikmin is, it's like a little seed, yeah. little hybrid plant that's like, per, I don't, it's hard to describe. They're like little plant animals, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, but, um, uh, yeah, they're, they're seeds that are alive with eyes and they're legs. like intelligent, like little plants that you basically yeah. command to do your bidding. So, like, there's, um, geez, there's like about a dozen different varieties of Pikmin that you kind of explore throughout every game. And the basic premise is basically the same in every game. Like you're a, an explorer that crash lands on a planet like Earth, and because you're so small, everything's a lot bigger, right? So it's got like that mm-hmm. "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" vibe, where you're 
uh, a backyard looks like a jungle to you so you're exploring like a backyard and then you're going down a sewer into a cave that 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 has um, a puzzle you gotta solve or uh, an enemy you gotta defeat and as you're doing that basically the older games would vary a bit but the newer games you're going in the cave to find like a castaway or someone you've lost from your team that crash landed with you and you're bringing them back to your ship to just you know restore them to health and let them do their job so some some guys like russ might build your labs your labs where all your technology resides so you could like go there and be like russ i need something to prevent me from taking a lot of damage from enemies so like he'll build you a better suit or you're like russ i need something okay. to prevent me from taking ice damage from an ice breathing uh monster so he'll build you uh, like a thermal resistance suit and you have to go like gather these materials is one of those types of mechanics like rpg mechanics like oh get me the get me five of these and five of these and i'll build it for you that, that, that kind of idea it's it's kind of simple so like there's like one yeah. uh currency in in pikmin 4 so it's, it's like a little diamond and they're plenty okay. they're plentiful so like you're finding them everywhere so you just collect them and as as you need them you can just basically use them to build bridges or you can build um parts for your ship or you can the basic thing is, yeah, basically you use these parts to build uh, equipment for your team and for yourself to use on the field. And it, it's the, the loop is pretty addicting. Like you're every day, like you yeah. have a 15 minute real time window where the day starts and you got to go out and you'll explore. Oh, like it's a, real oh, time. Okay. It's an open. Yeah, it's it's time. But older games had um, not only a time. So. The older games had like a time limit, so it was a time limit plus you had a, a finite amount of days, so you could only do something like thirty days. But oh, because people didn't really like that, the newer games kind of got rid of that, and it removed a lot of the tension mm. the older games had, where it was just like, if you didn't do it by this day, you know, game over. But now it's kind of like does, you just does have that feel better, minutes. or does like does it feel better to have more freedom, less tension, or like how do you feel about that? I think it makes more sense because, like, really, like okay. what happens in reality like you don't just like drop dead like you're you're still exploring after <laughs> time in reality right yeah <laughs> and how do you put this reality i mean it makes sense kind of like yeah no it, removing that that overall time limit just gives you more flexibility to explore and you know take your time with it because like everyone mm. doesn't explore the same like what i do in 15 minutes you probably do in a certain amount of time compared to like something like say steve was playing like he might do it differently it's just based on your play style like for me right i like to explore every nook and cranny i have to find every collectible right i have to fight every (laughs) enemy and yeah it's just different like that but like it it, this is the first game that i think um successfully hooked me i should say Mm. because pikmin one to three like i did like them i played them but it wasn't to the fourth game where it was just like, okay, now I know why Pikmin's such a beloved Nintendo series. Like I know why ah, everyone okay. always like, yeah, this is this is why it's so good. And that's just because they added quality of life things. Like they they added a rewind feature. So like if you screw up and your Pikmin all die because they got eaten or they get squashed or they get um some of them actually do explode. Like you can make them explode. <laughs> Or like they lemmings. get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, like basically they're like multicolored lemmings. But yeah. you can rewind the day. So you can go back like either to a certain checkpoint, or you can go back to the beginning of the day and just save them. So oh, it gives you the flexibility. Okay. Yeah, it gives you the flexibility to experiment and just kind of like um rethink what you're doing. The whole per- the whole thing behind Pikmin is Dendori, which is like um making things as, as efficient as possible in what you're doing. So like there are like Dendori battles in the game where you have to do a bunch of um, challenges within a certain time limit. And that means like mm-hmm. splitting up your different Pikmin teams to like one team will pick up like high value items. The other, the other chunk of your team will fight enemies. And then the third party is collecting and um, digging up like more of those diamonds I'm talking about that you used to right. collect things. And like, it's a challenge. And that reflects into the gameplay. So you're basically uh, using that idea of Dendori to be efficient in what you're doing throughout throughout your day of like whatever it is, like a 15-minute window. So you're trying to make sure that half your team is fighting enemies to clear out for the other half who's collecting items. And 
because every Pikmin's got a different color, they all have different uh, roles. Like the red ones are stronger uh, and they, they're they resistant to fire. The blue ones can swim and they can go underwater. And the yellow can... Uh, they deal with electricity, so you can use them to shock enemies and so yeah. on and so forth. Like there's rock ones that are just strong that break diamond walls. There's a new one. It's an ice Pikmin that will freeze enemies on the spot that like help you control bigger, stronger enemies. So you can freeze them in the spot and just destroy them there. And it just goes like on that. So you got to basically plan for whatever your scenario. So if you go to like a a level, it'll kind of suggest what three types of Pikmin you need for this level. So it might be like red, yellow, blue, and you'll take, whatever it is to them so you can start with it starts with 10 and it goes and it just builds on it so the further you get into the game the more pikmin you can bring with you right and yeah it's it's, it's just a really cool loop it, it, it's it's finding that loop where it's like i said it's the accessibility loop like you can have the ability to rewind you have the ability to kind of plan now because before it was just a little bit more rigid like you you had your pikmin you didn't have to really think of which ones you had to bring with you because the limits weren't there in place so it was just kind of like it was a free for all. You can just show up to level, pick which, just pick a bunch of Pikmin and, and go about your day. But oh, so the colors didn't matter previously. Basically, yeah. Oh, put it that way, they okay. didn't matter as much. And the other big uh, addition is Ochi, that little weird alien dog. I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, was, like, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, <laughs> it's easily the best thing they've done. Really? Series. <laughs> yeah. It, everyone's talking about this dog. Ochi is like the cutest little alien dog that does everything for you. He's essentially <laughs> like the jack of all trades. He's like, um, he'll he, basically, he starts out as a puppy. Within a couple of days, he grows up. And as he grows, he can learn to get stronger. So, like, as a puppy, he can only pick up items in relation to three Pikmin. But if you okay. start buffing him up and saving more of the castaways, you can unlock bonus points. So he'll go up to five Pikmin level two, level three. He can, he emulates ten Pikmin in strength, and you can max oh, him up cool. to one hundred Pikmin. So one Ochi can equate to one hundred Pikmin, grabbing an item and bringing it back to your to your level to your spaceship. And then I guess and, you can use the Pikmin to do other things instead because now exactly. he's taken so over Pikmin, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. So the Pikmin could be like fighting something while he's dragging it back. Gotcha. But you can also upgrade his chomp. You can also upgrade his swimming so he can tr- uh, swim faster, dive underwater. He can jump. He has this uh, ability to dig. So if you have like an item stuck in the sand, he'll dig it out for you. He mm. can heal. He's got so many... Uh, he's like a Swiss Army Knight, basically. Like, he's solved a lot of problems that the older Pikmin games had. And he just kind of smooths out the gameplay to the point where it's just like, wow. It's, yeah, I'm it's, looking at it's, him. He's, it's, he just looks like so... Just the look of it, even just watching the video, I'm just like, oh, this guy looks great. Like, he just he's looks... the best thing. He's the best part about the game. Like, he's legitimately... Like, looks like a little, peanut, a little peanut with a tail. Like, he just exactly. Looks- <laughs> <laughs> and you can ride them as soon as she gets bigger you can start riding them on your back you throw your pikmin Amazing. on behind you and like you just all move together as a unit and like he's just so helpful anything you need he'll do it for you he is just like the best dog in any game <laughs> it's so great i could see this i'm watching the um uh overview trailer that nintendo did i think about a month or two ago it was like yeah. one of the last tra- like extended trailer things they had um and uh, yeah, and you're like just riding him and there's like 50 Pikmin hanging off him at the same time. It just looks like they're all just sort of going on, going for a ride. <laughs> it's just the visual it's, of it alone. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I I'm, I didn't expect how much of an improvement he would bring to the game, but like he, he makes it um, a lot more palatable, like palatable. It's just for newcomers. I think it's probably the best entry point. It's, it's very user friendly. It's very uh, franchise friendly for newcomers. So like you don't have to really know anything. Good. Yeah. Story's not really the the bread and butter of the Pikmin games. It's the strategy and figuring out how to use the Pikmin to your ability and getting to the end. And is this you know. a first? I'm just looking at this trailer. Is this a first where you can go into houses and stuff? Has that always been? Like, I thought it was all like outdoors and whatever. Like no, nope, it's, it's always. It's, I believe it's always been like that. I mean. Every 
I never recognized that at all. That visual is great. It look, I mean, it look, the game looks great. Game looks great. So there's different things. So like you have like your outdoor levels, and then you'll find uh, they're called caves, but they're called caverns inside the game. And basically, the caverns will take you to like the cellar of a home or the basement, okay. or you'll go to like a room in the house. You're basically like a little little thing inside a normal person's house and you're just exploring right. like a, like someone's room or something it, yeah. it's always different the biggest change i think is that pikmin 4 uses unreal engine so i mean mm. previous games i think were on a different game engine so you're seeing what you're seeing is the the shift in game engines yeah i mean it i mean it's always looked smooth it's always seemed very colorful and friendly and everything but yeah, just looking at the visuals just in the trailer alone and, and some of the uh, things that have been posted online and everything. It's a, it's a fantastic looking game. Um, just getting my hands on it. I'm just, that's why I, I want to, I wanted to hear about it. Cause it's just like, what do you, what do you like, what about, like, you're, you know, these characters are picking up these little circles that have numbers on them. What are, what are those? And why, why do you have to pick them up? And like, you know, I, I know these are all sort of like mechanics within the game. So when you play, you'll, you'll figure it out. But I just, I'm always, I've always been curious, but it's one of those ones that I've never been like, I'm so curious that I need to pick this up. But based on what you're saying and based on what some of the general consensus is this week is that this game is pretty damn good. So I'm quite tempted. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So like anytime you see like a number, it's, it's basically like if you throw an enemy, if you throw your Pikmin an enemy, it kind of gives you an idea of how many you need to defeat it. So you'll see like gotcha. 10. And mm-hmm. as you throw them there, you need 10 to, to really like kill it as fast as you can. But if you pick up like an item, it'll just, it'll generally say like, Hey, this item's too big. So you need like five guys to pick it up. Or if it's gotcha. something like, um, like a shoe, it'll take like 10 guys or a pocket watch takes about 15 Pikmin to move it from, from where it is to your base. So it just depends on what the item is and what you're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, the demo does a good job selling what the game is. I mean, that's kind of what I yeah, right. have heard. But yeah, it isn't until you get about five, six hours in and you kind of understand all the mechanics that it finally clicks because like the first tutorial is kind of, it, it, the tutorial does a good job. It's just kind of slow up until that point. Right, right. Then the second you finally get out without anybody saying what to do, it's just like, okay, this game's awesome. It's it's really, really intuitive and so it, tell me when you go to like these areas, even if it's inside, doesn't matter. Outside, inside, doesn't matter sort of what it is. Are these areas big that you can, that you're spending a couple of days or a couple of cycles or whatever, you know, in this one area? Or are you kind of going to multiple areas within like an hour because you can, you know, like you what's can, the, it's really does it take a long style. time? Okay. It depends on your play style. Right? Like for me, I'll spend a real hour in our time exploring um, one, one uh, like main one level. Yeah. Okay. So like the first one's like the sun terrace. It's like the backyard of this person's house. And the areas are pretty big. Like you. Yeah. Like is there just enough freedom there? Yeah. Pretty okay. quickly. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Within that time frame, like you, you can only, you can do half of what, what's available, maybe even less. So it'll take like three or four, even five visits to get everything 100%, right? Because your aim is to get 100% in every stage, getting all the collectibles, right? finding all the secrets, and getting all the treasure back to your ship. Because you're basically, all the treasure you're finding is fuel for your ship to, to get off the planet. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, okay. it, yeah, it, it's like a lemming slash, uh, how can we even describe it? Like tower defense uh, it's hard to, it's, it's got everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's been good because, uh, you know, Pikmin, I think, um, it, there's like you said, there's a lot of love for this series. Um, I just never got it because I never really dug into it. And it sounds like you were sort of in the same in the same boat until four came 100%. along. And it just uh, it, it pleasant. It was a pleasant surprise. So that's good, man. I, I mean, that's fun. It's it's it seems like it's one of those Nintendo titles that did its job and did it well. And uh, just another, another one of those. That's, it's not a bad thing. It's nice to have. (laughs) It's, it's, it's a different, it's a different um, experience from like the, the the general Nintendo franchise, like Mm -hmm. Mario and stuff like that. So like, I mean, 
if you want something in, in vain of those games, like this probably isn't it, but like it, if you want something with a little bit of strategy where you, it's, it's a, it's a strategic game, but it's very chill, cozy game. Like there's not a thing right. really, you know, bringing the mood down. It's, it's meant to be like a fun, lighthearted game. And yeah, that is basically why I think this game excels is it's, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like it's all about joking around with your, your, your crew and just like, it's a very like childish game in the best way. It's nothing too. It's not overly goofy. The jokes. No, but it's it's friend. Of, it's friendly and stuff, right? Like that's kind of. Game. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I mean, we need that. We need more of those, right? Um, I think that that's a good thing. So I mean, um, yeah. what other game can you carry a, a a massive Game Boy SP to your ship, like, <laughs> and get rewarded for it? Yeah, get rewarded for it. Like, I found some really cool collectible. Like you're finding stuff from like the. Like it's a cool little Easter egg where you can find like old like Game Boys and Nintendo systems. Yeah, and you can just bring cool. them back to your ship, and like they're highly detailed, and you can just look at them after. But yeah, it's cool. It's it's a great little way to use your Switch at a time where people are wrapping up Breath or Tears of the Kingdom, and they're like, "What mm-hmm. do I play next?" Right, right, okay. Well, another one to sink your teeth into. That's great. Um, so on the complete opposite side of things. For me, I decided to give Exo Primal a bit of a go. Yeah, my I, I have that in my backlog. I'm actually gonna start playing it tonight because I have to do some impressions of it. So there you go. Surprisingly, well, uh, I played the beta. I loved it. I know it's okay. it's obviously not like um a prestige game, but it's a freaking cool little um <laughs> What do we call it? What kind of game is this? Can we say like a Game Pass title? Is it like a little Game Pass? Um, it is a good Game Pass title. That's where I'm playing it. I didn't pull the trigger on buying it or anything. It popped up on Game Pass. You know, it's it's hard not to click go on on something from Capcom nowadays that you especially don't have to pay full price for in this way um, because they've been killing it with in the last few years. You know, like this this year alone, like sure. The same team that made Street Fighter didn't make this game, but it doesn't matter. It still is coming from those minds and those people and, you know, all of that stuff that comes with it. But yeah, I don't know what, what Exo Primal is. Honestly, to me, it feels like um, a mech suit shooter mixed with Overwatch, mixed with a uh, World War Z zombie type of thing. But instead yep. of zombies, it's dinosaurs. That's what it feels like. So in a way, that's a good thing for me personally. In a way, I found that to be cool. But in other ways, I found that to be very confusing. So essentially what Exo Primal is, is there are, I want to say, 10 to 12 different uh, Exo suits. Or, you know, your your character that you can customize goes in one of these suits. It wraps itself around you and you become that giant robot, essentially. There's... Uh, a support class there's assault classes there's tank classes and then there's a few of each at launch that you can you can play as and a few that you can purchase or get through a battle pass so you have a selection of at least six that you can do just for free and that's great so that's what i did i cycled through a few of them um and then you're going on this battlefield where you are facing other another team that is racing against the clock to kill a bunch of dinosaurs that are being thrown out of these warp portals by this giant AI that has taken over the world or or space or wherever you are. Story doesn't really matter. I don't, I don't really know what's going on. Um, and you have to race against the clock. And once you race against the clock, you get into this final stage area after you've killed a bunch of dinosaurs. And that final stage is essentially an escort mission like Overwatch. And uh, more dinosaurs are being thrown at you. But now also the other team can see you on that map and you can interact and kill each other and fight each other and stuff. And whoever survives and counts down the clock and all that kind of stuff wins that match. Each one I would say takes about 15 minutes, um, which is pretty good timing. Um, You know, similar to Overwatch every once in a while, you get a a pretty short match depending on how things are balanced, but uh, that's essentially what the game is. Um, I don't know if you, if you feel like you can still sort of piece together some of your thoughts on it, uh, during the early access stuff, Bobby, but for me, I like it, but I'm also don't know if it's going to have like a lasting effect on me. Um, I don't know if you felt that way. You said you really loved it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, for the demo, like, 
I think I spent like three hours with it and like I did okay. like it. It was just like, how is this going to translate to a full game? Because I mean, I can see that in the short term being really cool, but like, how do yeah. you make this game last? Because like Capcom's really good at single player games, but multiplayer they've always struggled with. And I mean, look at Resident Evil Reverse, like it was delayed several times. By the time it came out, there was nobody playing it. And now they're doing Exoprimal, which has like a pretty cool premise. It's just like, mm-hmm. how are you going to support that 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 user base? Because like even now, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people playing it. And I, I, think, I think it launched pretty thin. I think that's part of the problem for me so far. That's the problem. I, I think that yeah. the fact that Game Pass has it available is probably what's saving it right now. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I have to go back to it just because I've been playing Pikmin a lot and like Viewfinder, which is another game I think everyone needs to play. And right, yeah, those are the two games that I, I've had a lot of like just hands-on time with right now. And then Exo Primal is primed on my system. I'm gonna play it probably like I said tonight. It's just it doesn't seem like it's gonna last long. I hope it does because I mean I do like the idea with it. I do like the PV. I think what is it PVEVP? Is that what they're calling? Yeah, it? it's pretty. Yeah, it's a mix of it's a mix of both, depending on you know where you are in the map and in the in the battle. Yeah, I guess so you could call it. Like that's a cool idea, but like I think they all should. I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, I just don't know if they had that before. If it was just PVP as well, like they would need a PVP strictly. Yeah, just fight others. Yeah, which which they might have. It, the only thing about uh, about it is that like. Part of the issue I had with it, which for long term may become more of an issue, is, and sometimes this happens with PV, PvP games, um, it, some of the unlocks that you get for your suit or suits, because basically yeah. every you have an account level, which would be like, which would, uh, you know, sort of help you get through a battle pass if you wanted to, or exo pass, I don't know what they call it. Um, it's a battle pass. Um, but then you also have individual levels for each. Yeah, you have individual levels for each suit. Uh, which I like that idea. I like the more that you play a class or a character, the more you unlock. I like that. I feel like feeling that experience because then I can become, I can focus on something that I really feel is my thing. Um, yeah. And then I get rewarded for that. So I, I like that. And it's not just across the board. Um, some of the unlocks that you get give you like, oh, 5% increase in your healing or 5% increase in your shield. Um, and, you know, things like that, that if you are level two with that mech and someone else, even just a couple days later is now level 12, they're probably going to get better perks and higher perks and put the, even if they've spent no, no money, those types of things to me don't feel right because either you want this to be a free to play game or you don't. And it feels like it's bumping its head against itself. Uh, I don't really know what that's about or why they want to do that. Like, you know, there's there's even loot box type system in this as well. I don't know if you can buy any. I it doesn't seem like, or at least as far as I can tell. But every once in a while, I've opened like two or three of them. Like, oh, I got a really cool skin for the exosuit. Great, I'll take it. Right? Yes, you'll probably get more of them if you buy the battle pass. Fair enough. That's that's totally well, fine. That's all you can ask for, really. I mean, yeah, that's all it should be, though. I don't know about these per- these perk things are cool, but I don't think the problem with them is that yes, it gives you a five or ten percent here or there or whatever the number is right but you can upgrade them is the is where i find the issue to be so you can put extra money into these individual perks for each individual exosuit that you have and i think that's where it loses me a little bit as to why they made that decision because it's like okay maybe customize your loadout but don't make it so that everyone anyone that has the exact same loadout that is double my level will be automatically better suited to survive a fight i don't think that that's fair i I could be reading a little too far into it i played probably two hours of it um i'll 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 go back i'll I'll start playing some of the assault classes i found that the um support classes were pretty fun one of them is very much like mercy uh and uh and jumps up into the air and you can float and you can you know throw down healing things with a wand and you can dive around all that stuff it looks cool the aesthetic is pretty interesting um like I said, the story, I don't, I don't really get it, but fine, you know, whatever. Um, not really here for the story. And, uh, and I hope that there's more stages because right now I've played, I think only three different stages and one of them I've played 
I want to say 80% of the time. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter what side of the map I start on. I still feel like I'm playing the same level over and over and over again. And that doesn't feel good. So which is one of the reasons why I think it sort of launched a little bit thin is that hopefully in the coming weeks or month, at least like sometime in the next month, they release a couple other stages. The amount of exosuits I think is fine for now, but we'll see if what the response is and how things are tailored and if there's going to be balance changes, I don't really know. I can't really tell which one's strong, which one's not. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun, dumb time. Um, why it's dinosaurs, I have no fucking idea. It just feels like it's dinosaurs. It's a tease. It's a tease because people know because Capcom knows people want Dino Crisis. I guess. And what better <laughs> way to tease them and not give it to them and then throw this game out? Yeah, you can. I mean, you can make you can make your own character look like I don't know the name of the of the woman from Dino Crisis yeah. with the red hair and everything. Her, yeah, you but. could hundred. You could one hundred percent that the hairdo is in there. The suits kind of look somewhat similar from that. Uh, it's been ages since I played that series, but but that's yeah, exactly. that's kind of you know they're doing it on purpose, right? Um, so I don't know, like like these could be zombies, and it would kind of be the same game. You know, I think you know the raptors fall from the sky. And there's like literally hundreds of them running at you, but I don't care that they're Raptors because after playing two rounds, I'm just like, Oh, they're just things to shoot. And I just need to hit and shoot as many as I possibly can. So it kind of loses that, that shtick a little too quickly for me personally, but, um, but I can understand why it's satisfying. I can understand when you face larger dinosaurs and things like that, it can be pretty cool. Cause you're kind of like fighting a, a boss within a battle against another team like that's interesting um so some of the mechanics are there and they work i just so far it's not a home run for me and i'll put a couple more hours in and see how it goes and uh, report back if i'm still playing next week so um have a good time I mean, with it, bobby you know what go in and just it's a it's a good mindless mindless fun so it it is better than overwatch 2 which i'm seeing is like just like <laughs> coming apart at the seams right now and uh, after seeing some of the news that came out today, I mean, yeah, it's just been tough. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I th- Multiplayer. I, I mentioned. Are... Yeah. I, I mentioned Overwatch because there's part of some of the maps that you have to escort something, but I wouldn't say that it's the same game. Yeah. There's classes and stuff, but, um, but if you like Overwatch, I guess you could like this, but it, it's not really tailored even towards the same audience as well. But uh, but I can understand oh God, no, it's not. some it's of the just, comparisons. I'm just throwing shade at. I'm just throwing shade no. at Overwatch just because. Well, still, I, it's but it's still now. I'm holding right now. So bad. Which is unfortunate, man, because I just I love. Um, Everyone liked it at launch, and that that's kind of throws me off because I, I was like I wanted to play it too, but then you were just saying like it's not enough to go back, and I was like, well that's kind of yeah. what I didn't want to hear because like they promised so much and then we got nothing for, for me. Exo primal is fine for now. I will see if it is enough for me to stick with. Oh, the other thing that I, do, this is just a very, this is a very personal thing for me as far as like how games feel is this is why like games like gears of war, I think had such a, and even God of war have had such a long lasting, uh, feel and and why like the axe and god of war feel so right and why your gun and gears of war feel so right is things feel tactile like it feels like you're making an impact when you shoot or hit something and on this part of the reason why these raptors and why these dinosaurs that are falling from the sky feel like they don't mean much is because i just feel like i'm spraying tiny little pellets as bullets and these things are just falling and it doesn't I don't feel anything chunky. I, you know, some of the boss battles feel that way because you need to hit them in a certain way. Like the Triceratops you can't hit them from the front, which makes sense. You know, from, from the back, I get it. That feels like that because it takes a lot of hits and because it's big and you need to, you know, sort of strategize around how to take it down and how to survive its hits and everything. But right. other than that, on average, it doesn't feel like it has that chunky feel that I, I think you might need from this. Um, but that's a personal thing. Sometimes that doesn't matter to people and sometimes it's not as big of a deal, but that feel is, is a little less than uh, I would have hoped. So um, it's, it's very okay. 
but it's also still very fun yeah. and inventive and something new and inventive is always a good thing for the industry, I think. So it can only be so bad. I wouldn't say it's a bad game. It's just not a home run yet for me, which I know I've said already. So I'm repeating myself. So we'll stop with it here. <laughs> no, that's fine. It makes sense. I mean, I, I think we just wanted to succeed, which is fair. I mean, I yes, know I, I absolutely do. Yep. Yep. I wanted to succeed for yep. sure. Um, I also want to uh, mention one more. I got a little sort of story, I guess, to tell sort of idea um, is that I spent some time with family that came into town to visit. And there, there was a few kids that were visiting and, and my cousins brought a couple kids and stuff. It was sort of like a family event thing. And um, over the course of the week that they were visiting, I spent, I want to say at least a couple hours playing with kids playing Minecraft on their iPads. Oh, and wow. when was the last time you played Minecraft, Bobby? <laughs> just like the regular version. It's been years, but yeah, just, and just, I any know, yeah. All right. I guess you guys played. The, yeah. Well, I played Minecraft uh, legends recently. Yes. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of familiar, but like Minecraft just stock. No, it's been a yeah, long time. Exactly. Yeah. So the last time I played Minecraft was um, when it was still, in its own sort of browser version before I think this was even before or just as Microsoft purchased it. So that's how long it's been for me. I think what, what did Minecraft just hit 12 years or 15 years since its initial release or something crazy yeah. like that. So it's essentially been that long. Um, I played it with my brother and we had like a server and this was like days when I didn't, you know, I, we didn't really understand how to use the servers. So people would come in and they bust their shit up and it would be like, Oh, this is frustrating, but we wanted to play the non, uh, what is it? Build mode where you can just do whatever you want. We wanted to play it with the zombies. We wanted to play it with, you know, some threat involved with the day night cycle, all those types yeah. of things. So that, that, that's what we wanted to do. And then people would come in and, and wreck our shit and we'd be like, well, this is frustrating. Anyways, his kids are playing it, um, just on their iPads, uh, because that's just what they have. And it's easy to travel with and stuff makes sense. And they're just playing the free mode where they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. So you get all the items, you can spawn any animals you want. Uh, nothing is really threatening unless you like decide to light yourself on fire or whatever. It doesn't really matter if you do, you'll stop being lit on fire. Um, and, uh, and it's just, it, it's not that Minecraft itself to me feels drastically different to me from what I remember from this, you know, sort of base version of Minecraft. It feels very similar. You got the blocks, you got different kinds, you know, there was no crafting going on here because everything's just sort of given to you. So it's, it, I didn't really get that feel of it, the sort of work that's involved to get certain types of uh, uh, items and things like that. All of that stuff was not part of the experience, but you know, right. I was helping them build what they were calling houses and basements and castles and places to put their animals and the little things like that. And these kids are hooked on just plain digital Lego essentially. And I don't mean hooked as in like, Oh, they can't put it down and it's a terrible thing. I was just actually kind of amazed that this at a young age, I mean, they're young. They're not, they're not here sitting and, and playing Xboxes on a, or on a PC or anything. They're, all under the age of 10. So they're all pretty, they're all under the age of eight actually. So they're all pretty young, Yeah. but this is their experience playing games right now. And they love it. They love that they can create anything that they want in any way and they can break it down or they can move it or they can use different colors. They can build stairs or not build stairs. They can float into the sky and make a, a tower that is as big as the level will let you go. And then they press one of the buttons where it, doesn't let you fly anymore. And then they just plummet to the ground and nothing happens. And it's just fun to see that. Right. Um, so the sort of like amazement that kids have with Minecraft is kind of my story here is that I was they, amazed that they're so amazed. <laughs> they barely scratch the surface of what Minecraft can do. And like, that's what blows my mind is like those who stick with it end up making like these crazy worlds. So it's like, that's yeah. what I like about Minecraft is when you see like someone who recreated like the whole uh, realm of like Game of Thrones or like yeah. someone's recreated like the Temple of Time from Legend of Zelda. And it's like, that's what I care about for Minecraft because that's what I think is probably the coolest thing about it is right. 
it's what people can build with it. It's not really the gameplay itself. It's like, what are you guys doing with it? And then when you have like that 4K RTX stuff thrown into Minecraft, mm, it's like, yes. wow. That, I really want to see that actually, see what that looks like. Yeah. That's I, what I mean, I've always, you- like, that's what Minecraft has always been to me. It's just like the building yeah. aspects. And that's kind of why if you ever play Dragon Quest Builders, you'll probably fall in love with it because it's, it's it's basically that okay times 10 it's it's such a great game specifically dragon quest builders 2 it's it's like the perfect mix of minecraft with like uh rpg slash action that's nice that's cool yeah because it gets gives you a little bit more depth and stuff like that or at least a depth in a different way it's not like minecraft's on deep because it is right you'd be able to sort of it's deep if you want it to be or it's basically a game where it is what you want it to be like if you want to just to like yeah build, build uh like a house and like store your chickens you can do that if you want to like build a city and like it's it's not even that like there are people who like i've seen uh create mathematical equations that actually work in the game yes oh my god i i was thinking about that too when these kids are making this i'm like are you going to be the ones that do that in a couple years and and you know not even like realize that that's incredibly incredible like (laughs) it's like the things you can do with it it's like this is like it's it's evolved from just a game anymore it's like a tool yeah that yeah, does yeah, a lot right. like you can throw code into there and it code whatever you're doing and like output it into something tangible and it's so cool it's it's and great that's that they why allow I that to like happen Minecraft too is I like think. something that should be taken as schools yeah well you can and, and that's, that's the thing that's right it's great. like yeah, I kept thinking like, oh yeah, this is digital Lego, you know, it's not like, or building blocks, right? That's kind of what it, what it feels like, right? So, but there's so much more you can do with it than just picking up a piece of plastic or piece of wood like we used to at their age and put that together. And look, you know, you don't want to have kids in front of a screen necessarily for 15 hours a day, uh, you know, go to school and spend your day in front of a screen and then come home and play the game all day. I, I get it. There's, no, there's restrictions, whatever. It, we're, we're not not here to sort of tell you how to parent your kids or whatever. It's not the point. The point is that the opportunity is there and they, and they keep that alive. And, and you're right. It's like the creativity of it is, is cool. Cause even like simple things like they're, they're young. They're only playing on an iPad. They're not going to do all these like really deep things that you're mentioning, which are obviously very impressive, but even little things like, you know, the other day I helped them build one of these houses that we built over the course of a week and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's nothing big and fancy, but I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to make stairs. I'm going to put a door. I'm going to put windows. I'm going to put some lights up. You know, I'm going to show them sort of like all the different, all the things that you do that can, you know, quote unquote, look like a house as opposed to what, you know, a kid is probably going to do at that age and just make big blocks and big squares and whatever. Right. And, you know, and then he goes, you know, one, one of his kids goes, let's, let's build a basement. I said, okay, go ahead, dig away, make it as big as you want. And I'll help you do other things after. So I went away and had a coffee or whatever, had lunch or something like that. And I came back and not only did he build a basement, but he connected that basement to another basement that they had from their house on another mm-hmm. part of the map. And he lit it up with all the torches and stuff. He's like, look, I can connect. I'll, I'll never get wet because I'm inside and I can go from this house to this house and this house. And I'm just like, that's great. It's so it's so cool to see that little bit. I know you're just pressing the digital joystick and tapping on the screen. I know it's not like super complicated, but you know, he had an idea and an ex- and it expanded from that. And I think that's really cool and uh and a lot of fun. And I just you know, I haven't played Minecraft in over a decade and this was my my uh, uh awakening into Minecraft because when I was playing it and we were playing it. It sounds like this, the original kind anyway. Um, it was not what it is now. And uh, and it's really cool that it's still kicking and is still pretty much the biggest game in the world. So um, I yeah, can see I, kind of why, because it's so accessible. So there you go. And like, I don't even know how to begin to like approach Roblox because I know that's something similar. <laughs> right like like i don't even know what to say about that game but i i honestly don't even know how to talk i I don't know how to talk about it because i barely even understand what it is we're we're the olds now man we can't we can't talk about roblox come on i know uh, but like i hear how impressive it is and like how people love it so i don't know yeah right i should eventually check it out because i know that it's 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 something for everybody i guess i mean i've heard it's for everybody i mean i could be wrong but i know there's like a sonic uh whatever i don't even know what, how, like, how to approach it like i know there's a sonic mini game in there well it, i mean those types of things are 
a little bit problematic as well, right? So it's kind of like, well, do I play that or support that when they're just ripping people off? You know what I mean? Like I feel that's how I feel about those parts of it. As far as anything outside of that's all I know about Roblox. So I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. But we're, whatever. We're not the people to talk about it, clearly. <laughs> um all right, so uh, we'll have uh, we'll have more to talk about next week. We'll have some uh, some new games to chat about as well. But uh, but Bobby, until that time, we have some like we have we have lots of places that people can kind of keep up with us. Um, did I see that console creatures is also on the other social media app? as people call it or do people still call it that i don't know i'm kind of behind the times i don't even know anymore i just i i've lost count of where what who's what and what's what and yeah i, I don't know i'm just joining whatever is thrown up my my way and yeah that's fair yeah i know we're on everything now we're on blue sky now we're on threads we're on tiktok we're on instagram we're on what else is there? Messenger? We're on Facebook. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess YouTube as well, but it's not really social media. But yeah. YouTube, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, YouTube's got videos of, of some of the previews, like, you know, Gunbrella I just played a few days ago and put Which some of my awesome. video up there. Yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, if you want to watch 15 minutes of like crazy gameplay of this like grungy world and cultists and a gun that fires out of an umbrella... Give it a shot. Take take you 15 minutes to watch some of my gameplay and uh, and then read my preview on the website as well. But YouTube has stuff like that. We also put the video version of this podcast up there and stuff. But as far as social media goes, yeah, it seems like we're kind of everywhere. And hey, whatever sticks, sticks. We'll see how it feels like we talk about this at least once a month. For now, we'll just see what sticks and we'll and we'll just keep going with the I don't even know if there's a flow because it feels like it's the opposite of flow. It's just whatever's there. Just grab it and give it a I shot just, i, I, don't I just stick with whatever at this point like twitter is just like i don't know yeah it's not fun anymore i don't like using it but it's but if you're there if you're there we're there so <laughs> yeah, i'm where the people yeah. are and it looks like people have a hard time breaking away from twitter yes yes well it's so established and everything yeah so um all right well that's it bobby we'll uh we'll let everybody go and uh until next time uh enjoy your games for the next week everybody bobby you too we'll yep. talk to you soon Ciao, everyone.